Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Senator Craig Brandt. I reside in Senate District 40, which encompasses most of the city of Rio Rancho, um, pretty much from 550 to Southern. And uh, today we're going to uh, be talking about uh, some of the effects on the COVID shutdown, uh, which has been about, well, just a little over a year ago that uh, our governor uh, shut down our state. Um, and that lockdown has really uh, hurt our small businesses and especially our restaurants that bore the brunt of, of the shutdown. You know, as many as 50% of those businesses have closed and may never come back. And so we want to talk about that a little bit today, about the effects that it's had on our state, but more importantly, the effects that it's had on those business owners and their livelihoods. Uh, now, as most of you know, uh, the state uh, has some level of immunity. You know, we've got uh, a lot of us got the vaccines and um, also people who had the virus. And so those build into herd immunity. And uh, some some scientists say we already have reached that. So today here we're going to discuss how we recover uh, with today's guest, the CEO of the New Mexico Restaurant Association, Carol Wright. I mean, White, sorry. <laughs> I even asked and then said it wrong. Uh, Carol's going to join us and, and talk to us about uh, the effects that this has had. Carol, tell us a little bit about yourself and what your association does. So about myself, you know, I'm a, a former restaurant owner. I had three restaurants in Las Cruces, New Mexico. It's been over 20 years now and I have for 20 years. So I'm dating myself a bit. Um, I started very young. Let's just say that. And, um, and as far as the Restaurant Association, you know, I, I mean, it started 75 years ago. Um, it's a, an organization, trade organization, and we're here to promote and protect restaurants in New Mexico. Thank you, Carol. Appreciate that. And can you tell us, a, you know, give us just a recap of what the last year has been like for, for restaurants in New Mexico? Well, it's been, you know, um, devastating some you know parts of insanity have been in there and i i just can't even imagine being in a restaurateur's um skin and having to deal with you know i mean we were shut down three different times and i'm including the time when we were shut down to outdoor dining only in the middle of winter because really that was a shutdown um you know there was there was new mexico has great weather but we do have winters and we have quite a bit of snow this year. So it was a, it was a hard time to be serving outdoors. Um, and so, I mean, restaurants have just been through the gamut and they've, uh, you know, a lot of them have weathered it, have weathered, weathered the storm, but you know, we still have, it's a little dicey still coming out of this. Um, some people got some of the uh, federal grants that are out there. They're, was there's there's been a couple of things that the state legislature has done have been helpful um but most of the money that has has made any difference has been um from the federal government can you can you talk a little bit about you know the governor put in this framework from red to green and then she added turquoise and of course uh, you know none of that with any pre-notice she'd come out on uh, and you know, two minutes later, everything had changed. Um, but uh, talk a little bit about uh, how that compares to what other states did. Um, was our state a lot more stringent? Um, you know, how how was how how did we handle it compared to how other states handled it? 
well, as you know, it's it's kind of a partisan thing. So um, the Republican states handled it much different than the Democrat states. And I happen to have a group of folks that I talk to a lot, and it's the Western State Restaurant Association executives. And, um, you know, for them, the ones that were in Oregon, Washington, California were suffering along with us. The ones that were in uh, Arizona and uh, Texas, not suffering quite so much. Um, and, and interestingly, you know, Colorado did things very different. That, that governor uh, was much more business friendly than um, some of the, the other Western states governors and, um, and they fared a little bit better. And they also came out of it um, you know, I think I think in a better position. Um, New Mexico was the most shut down state for restaurants in the nation for most of last year. And um, that isn't gonna fare well for restaurants coming out of this. And also we're coming out of it fairly slow. Yeah, and talk to us a little bit about, you know, we had the unemployment insurance issue that has come up. And, you know, we're come, talking about how we're coming out of it slowly you know, that's going to affect that, isn't it? Doesn't that, that, that makes it even harder for our restaurants and small businesses. Can you talk a little bit about that? <clears throat> well, we had a specific um, situation where the legislature passed legislation that said that the Workforce Solutions Department, which is our unemployment insurance department, um, could not charge layoffs, these uh, COVID layoffs against individual accounts. And you know, for one reason or another, they were charging uh, layoffs against the individual accounts. So it was looking like um, accounts, you know, they had a, each account had, you know, between a 1,000 and 3,000% increase in their unemployment rate, which would have just, it would have turned around and put them out of business. So we have worked with, with the legislative councils and um, and the department. The department re-looked at all of those um, accounts and how has we believe they've changed um and not charged those against those accounts now what's happening with unemployment is that um there's the federal extension which is a three hundred dollars a week more than what unemployment would normally give you and and we were all for that i have to say you know um these employees i think about it you know being an employee in a restaurant and it, it was devastating. And I had more employers tell me last year that, you know, the hardest part for them, you know, they would sit and watch the governor's announcements and with their employees and their employees would just break down and cry when she shut us down again. And, um, you know, and that's, that was devastating on both parts, the employee, the employer. Um, so, so they've had a lot of layoffs these folks and they're they're a little shy to come back into the the workforce and i've got to say because there's it's not just the fact that there's the 300 dollar enhancement from the federal government that's keeping people on unemployment you know there's the fact that we have been shut down more than once when everybody thought we were going to get up and and running again um, and so people are trying to come back into the, the workforce. They're also, you know, there's a lot of them with kids and they don't have the um, schools are not in session. You know, school just got out. We, we were in session, I think, for five weeks. 
um, and it just got out again. Um, you know, so there's just there's some there's some things happening that are keeping people from coming into the employment um, place. And and one thing I want to tell people is that you know um, come September when the federal unemployment is out again and and there's not an enhancement there's going to be a lot of people in the market so the time to get in the market is right now when you can negotiate a price for yourself um, so you know I mean there's lots of factors here and it's just it's working against restaurants right now because they're we're about to get open to full capacity and they don't have enough employees yeah so they're having issues with staffing um, because of, of various reasons, but one of them is the extra payments coming um, at the kind of the demands of the federal government, but actually the federal government's not paying for it. It's actually hurting our unemployment fund. And so that's a kind of a, a you know, weird thing about that whole, whole issue. Um, so, but we've got uh, parents that their kids are now out of school for the summer. And so they don't have, you know, childcare and, we need to get them back to work. I think you're absolutely right. If you are planning to get back in the workforce right now is the time to do it because you can, you know, you're going to show your employer that I'm willing to make some initial sacrifices to, to get back into a steady job. And hopefully that's going to lead to, you know, some better benefits and, and better, uh, Thanks for you. Plus, you know, that time where you'll be able to maybe get some promotions um, because there's a, a lack of workforce. So um, now's the time to go out and get that uh, that job you've you've been wanting because everywhere you go is hiring. Um, so and a lot of them uh, are hiring with bonuses and other things. So, again, yeah. now is the time, you know, and I know I know it's it's difficult. You know, we've all been kind of shut down and shut shut in for a long time and, and so there are people that are worried about um the still the virus um and that's you know there's been a lot of scare tactics <laughs> over the the last year and they still have that uh fear of the virus even though we have vaccinations and immunization going on you know yeah i'm actually pretty amazed when i when i go anywhere to see how many people are still wearing a mask now if you want to wear a mask or not that's that's you know it's fine um but uh you know if you've been vaccinated then you don't need to anymore you know the cdc has said that the the state has come out and said that um so i mean if you if you really feel like it and you really love those masks uh go right ahead but i'm i am shocked at how many people are still wearing uh, a mask when they go shopping or, or other places. Um, tell us a, a little bit, just in, in your opinion, what, what needs to happen in order to move out of the, the COVID era and get us down the road to recovery? Oh, good question. Um, you know, normalcy would be nice. Um, somebody mentioned to me the other day that um, everybody needs a little culinary therapy right and that's where you go to a right. restaurant it just feels good you know i mean just being out being amongst other people being with friends and family in a you know in that situation that we all took for granted prior to this um you know and i had somebody who had been in fear of going out and they said they went out twice this last week just brilliant they felt they could breathe easier you know, and um, and I'm calling that culinary therapy. So I think everybody 
everybody needs a little bit of culinary therapy right now. Um, we need to get back out and start doing those things that we used to do just to bring that piece of normalcy to our lives. Now, it, as far as restaurants and getting uh, back to normal, you know, we've got a lot of problems with our supply chains. Um, those were interrupted uh, during COVID and, you know, people are having a hard time getting chicken. At one point it was, remember it was steaks and we had a hard time getting um, beef. Um, you know, it's just, it's one thing after another. Somebody told me that, you know, beans were hard to get. And I was like, beans? And they said, yeah, we've got all the beans we need in the warehouse. But what we don't have is the sacks that the beans go in. Oh, wow. And I'm like, we'll get, just put them in something and get them to the people. You know, and, and you just don't think about all the things that can go wrong in a supply chain when we've been, you know, in the United States have had just an, an amazing logistical supply chain of everything and it's just been abundant and we can see it in stores sometimes you know that the shelves are are empty and you're wondering if the store is going to go out of business I, I was in a store the other day and I asked them and they said no we just can't get anything um, just after a year it's been very difficult to resupply restock up all of that and then i think there's something like 61,000 cdl drivers that are needed right now so even if you can get the supply you can't get it across the u.s yeah and and i'm not sure on the cdls how unusual that is they're always uh, seem to be needing uh, truck drivers um it's it's such a hard career field um but, you know, the supply chain, you're, you're right, has been affected everywhere. Um, it's kind of shown that we may be a little over-reliant in our country on other countries supplying us some of the basics. Uh, and, and we may have to take a serious look at that in our country uh, as well as our state. And I uh, really appreciate you coming on. Really appreciate um, everything that... Uh, that the restaurant industry has gone through. I, I will tell you, my wife and I try to go at least once a week to a sit-down restaurant. Um, occasionally, we go to the drive-through more than that, but um, we really try to go somewhere to sit down. But you know, for for the consumer, if you want to make sure your favorite restaurant stays open, the best way to do that is to go have a meal with them. Uh, but yes, the culinary therapy is real. Uh, it's enjoyable. Um, be, be patient because they don't have enough, you know, they don't have all the staff they normally do. Um, I know the other night when, when I sat down, I tend to drink a lot of water when I'm eating. And so I said, why don't you just bring me two glasses so you don't have to worry about running back and refilling it all the time. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, was great. Yeah. Well, and, and I appreciate you saying that because really that is a situation right now is that we can't, we're having a hard time bringing on new employees and the employees that are there are working you know, overtime and they're tired and they're, they're doing their very best. And I think a little patience, a little grace right now is really what's, uh, you know, it, it's what's called for, um, just, just, it is right. It, usually it is, but, um, just don't have the same high expectations you have 
of restaurants prior to the pandemic. We will get back there. We, you know, we're doing everything we can to get back to those places, but we really do need the employees because people are tired. And I've got to say, you know, every restaurateur I talk to is taking shifts, you know, they're bussing tables, they're, they're doing, you know, everything they can too, but they're, instead of running their restaurants, the restaurants are kind of running them right now. And so everybody's a little bit tired. So a little patience is, is thank you for saying that. <laughs> well, thank you, Carol. Really appreciate you being on with us and uh, everyone get out and go to the restaurants and make sure you uh, tip your waiters and waitresses. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye-bye.